People love him already. He's got the uh, Rhode Island twang. The long pass to Moore and a pin block from Martin. Tune in to Cam's corner. He's going <laughs> to make it here. Draws the foul for another Rhode Island in one. Podcast is on. Podcast. It's good off the backboard and in. Kind of great. And we are back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner Season 3, Episode 15, Episode 83 overall. Almost at that 100 capstone. So thank you guys for supporting, as always. Trying to start off every episode now with the episode count because we're almost at 100, which is insane. Crazy. Think about, like, what, two years ago now that I started this. So thank you guys so much. Close friend of mine in the building tonight, Thomas Zednick of the UMass Dartmouth football team. We've had a lot of Thomas's teammates on who are also from Rhode Island, which is insane to see the change in the culture there in Dartmouth. Um, I know a lot of your teammates talk about how Rhode Island, a lot of Rhode Island athletes have been going down to Dartmouth to play. So, um, you know, very appreciative that you took the time to hop on. Just coming off a conference championship, two-time conference champion now. Um, Just overall, like, now with the season over, you're heading into your senior year. Just how you been? How's everything been? I've been good, man. I I mean, uh, back-to-back conference champs, that's tough to do in any division. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of the guys, like, we put in so much work. So it's it's cool to see us go back-to-back and – Almost half the team now is going to be our last year because of the COVID year. Yeah. If, so, uh, yeah, we're going to grind a lot this offseason, but uh, take a second to accomplish, like, look back at what we accomplished, for real. For sure. And I, I feel like, honestly, I was talking with uh, our good friends Matt and Cam. Uh, uh, yeah. We played ball with growing up. They're doing their thing with Zenith, um, the rock band. Yes, I had them on, too. But um, it's like a blink of an eye, like how quick it's high school crazy. is already over and like we're already almost graduating college because we went to high school together um, back in Johnston, our hometown. Um, kind of originating for all that. So, I mean, you were a multi-sport athlete growing up. I'm sure everybody was really at that age. Yeah. But um, high school, basketball, football, predominant sports. But as a kid, like, where did that passion from for just sports in general kind of spark? Like, was it from your dad? Was it just your family in general? Because you, you come from a really tall family. Yeah. So just that, just yeah. the passion for sports in general, where did that come from? Yeah, so my uncle plays at URI. He played URI tight end. And my dad played football. He was a lineman at Johnston. They were both all state. So... Definitely from from him, he kind of like got me into it early, playing mm-hmm. football, basketball, even baseball. So yeah, I've just been playing those throughout my life. I kind of leaned off baseball a little bit because I just didn't think it was as fun as the mm-hmm. other two. But yeah, basketball and football really. I met so many, everyone, bro. Like grew up in Johnson, all these kids, and now seeing everyone go out and do their thing, it's sick to see. Especially from Johnson, such a small town. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely different. Uh, from Johnson, being from the town that uh, that you grew up in, like it's it's definitely cool to see other people from like all over, like you know, obviously Angel and Dante, they're yeah. from they're from Rhode Island, but um, for like someone like me personally to see Joe Missoula at, with, like, oh, with the coach of the Celtics, like that's it's insane, just so cool man. to be that close to someone that we grew up with, yeah. and, and Dan and, and um, Coach Dan. Um, but we'll, we'll talk into like coaches and who's helped you like mentor your game, but um, from the, the athletic standpoint. Um, from in high school, because basketball, you were an all-stater in basketball too, right? In high yeah. school, so and then football as well. So it's like, what do you go? How do you go from there? Like, what's you know? There's gonna be the schools looking at you for basketball. The schools looking at you for football. So how did you? What was that like? The deciding factor that was like, all right, I'm gonna take football to the next level and not basketball. Yeah. For, well, first off, football, I just had more offers in general. Like I had yeah. more different uh, schools I could go to and play. That was a big thing. I just wanted to be doing something. It didn't matter, and. uh Basketball. I mean, I, I was pretty good, but I couldn't shoot. So I just knew I knew in uh, in college I wasn't going to be as successful as football. So my game definitely translated more in football, and I like football more. I mean, really? I, I love basketball. 
I love playing in front of our crowd with all the guys. Like th- those mm. are some of the best memories ever. It's just I just feel like football. I have like a better ability and a better chance to, you know, make waves in college than basketball. So. Yeah, there were some. I mean, there were some big highlight plays in high school that yeah. we had, and, and like you know, those gyms were, were oh, packed. Oh, but um, do you have like a memorable moment in general, just with with basketball first, like that you can think of from high school? Yeah, um, the game. I think this is your senior uh yeah your senior year my junior year we go to the to state championship for d3 the game before we're playing st patrick's and i just remember that game we were at cumberland high uh that was just a crazy game back and forth st patrick's they were an up-and-coming team so mm. they had a couple of good kids they were really uh really grinding out there so late in the game it was kind of back and forth i remember getting a steal fast break dunk crowd going crazy and then we come down and get a stop and i remember jay hitting the three in the corner yeah that crowd man oh my god and then we took they took a timeout. Mm. jay was screaming because they they like to bust the ball a little bit about yeah. shooting so so we hit the three and it was just that was like we knew at that point like yo we're going to the championship like first time i think yeah that's the first time we went in high mm-hmm. school so that was dope yeah i remember that that was really cool um I always think of like one of your most memorable moments that I've seen like on the court, and I was like, "Wow!" I, I think it was was it Central Falls that was your first like in game dunk. Or yeah, uh, I had one at home. It was down the sideline. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. But like those those are the cool like highlight moments I think of, and I'm like, "There's no way that you don't get offers." Because someone like I'm like just thinking off the top of my head, like Dylan Durante, who was a great shooter when I was like I think it was like a sophomore when he was a senior, like getting like you know like D three D two offers yeah. and. Um, did you get any like attraction for basketball in that aspect or Yeah, uh so I Twitter at the time was like the main recruiting yeah. thing. So I kinda posted more football. I never really posted back I posted reposted the highlights, but I never like did the put the time in a research and like reach out to coaches about basketball. Because mm. I kinda knew football was kinda where I was heading. But yeah. Yeah, a couple of schools definitely texted me about it. I definitely considered it. Mm. it was, uh Rick was one of them. The yeah. was talking to me is definitely it was kind of persuading too, but mm. I ended up with football. Yeah. Do you remember the Do you remember the big man, uh, Usman Karoma from yeah. Woodsocket? Yeah, he plays yeah, there. Yeah. I called a few of his games, which was it was cool to see him. I don't think he remembered me at first, but then yeah. like as I started posting more, like he um, started like following me and all that stuff. So that's cool to see like kids we played against in high school, like they're yeah. doing their thing and all that. But so you decide on football. Um, what was the football scene like in high school? So like junior year, senior year was when like you know you got you started to pop off as an individual player. Um, when did the, those offers start coming in? Like, were there any, like, crazy ones where you're like, oh, I can't pass this up, or, like, oh, this is, like, you yeah. know, tough to decide on? Like, what was what was that scene like? So, uh, junior year is kind of when I started to pop off. Uh, freshman, sophomore year, we had a lot of upperclassmen, so hmm. I was still on the field, but it wasn't, like, they were giving the ball more to, like, the Elijah, Elijah's, hmm. Elijah Burgess, he was pretty good. He was our best player at the time, so, yeah, it was hard to, like, really car- carve out a role. Hmm. But then junior year is when kind of the offense opened up a little bit, started throwing the ball. And, uh, yeah, honestly, I, junior year I went crazy, and then that's when I was like, all right, like, let's, let's like, take off on football. Mm. So senior year comes, kind of COVID year. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple games canceled, but we still went to the championship. That was, like, the first time in a while because we weren't really that good at football. Mm. And then, um, yeah, a lot of coaches started hitting me up beginning of senior year. Obviously, with the COVID, it was tough to, uh, like, play in front of them, go mm. meet them. So over the phone. And then late, like about a week before I committed to Dartmouth, that was the first time McCormick hit me up. And I went went around the school with uh, Coach Robichard, our old head coach, and 
Yeah, I loved it there. I, I loved mm. how everything, it's like in a big circle. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a very like homey kind of vibe. So mm-hmm. I like that. And all the guys are great. Like all my boys, they know. I don't need to home by one, but yeah, Dartmouth is the right place for me. That's awesome. Again, like I said at the beginning, like a lot of kids um, from Rhode Island specifically have been really kind of making that like Dartmouth team, like not even just football, like basketball, like that, like a Rhode Island kind yeah. of culture. Like there's a lot of kids that are from Rhode Island that play with you. Like, uh, like I know Carl Green is there now. Yeah. Like uh, Angel, Dante. Um, is there any more? I'm trying to think. Yeah, Hunter's there. Hunter, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of guys, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. But, uh, yeah, there's a, it's a rich Rhode Island uh, culture coming in, and I mm-hmm. love that because before, like, when we were in high school, we didn't really see many of the guys in Rhode Island take the jump. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome to see guys doing it and going out there and just, like, getting those four, two, three extra years of just playing and mm-hmm building connections and stuff man it's awesome yeah and for people watching if you can't tell thomas is six five right six five <laughs> yeah. so obviously played the big man role in high school but um high school ball to college ball obviously like i talk to a lot of college athletes now and how different that transition is from high school to college what was the biggest difference you saw as a player like not so much in the mental aspect but just the game in general like how much more quicker was it like learning stuff and, and everything yeah. like that your first year in yeah walking on first like first practice walking on seeing just like 150 kids like all freshmen because it was two freshman classes Mm. so all the freshmen coming in everyone's trying to buy a spot so yeah it was definitely more fast-paced practices like everything's timed every drill's timed Mm. even gameplay like everyone's like everyone who goes to college is like the best or top of their high school class yeah so it's like all these guys are like just like really talented Mm -hmm. so definitely the speed of the game like we didn't in high school we did a lot of huddles uh college like we just do it all from the sideline we just stay there we go fast paced like that so mm-hmm. that's definitely a big change but i like it like that you know yeah it, it gets the mind moving a little more gets you more into the game i think so yeah now it's coming up on senior year already like yeah, which is nuts crazy man. and you make a good point too like all these guys that are in college no matter what division it is they're like at the top of their game in high school yeah. like i'm like for me like being a broadcaster for division one basketball like looking at some of these kids like 2,000 point scores or whatever have it, like leading the, the state in scoring, whatever it is. And like they don't even get off the bench. Yeah. Like that's that just goes to show like how hard the competition is yeah, at, at sure. any level. Yeah, of course. Um, but when you look back at your freshman year, like what was your welcome to college football moment? That moment where like you kind of think of, I love asking this question because yeah. everyone's always got these crazy stories, but something where you think as a freshman where you're like, oh my God, I got to like step up my game. I got to like always be on point, like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, not really, like, a big moment. It's just, like, that first moment, like, first practice, stepping on and just looking at everyone around you. It's, mm. like, compared to, at least for my high school, it was, like, and Johnson, we both yeah. grew up together. It was just, like, so many kids, and everyone's just, like, eager to play. Not that we weren't in high school, but, like, a lot of guys, like, really trying to fight for their spot and earn their spot. So, and going in with, like, not having, like, many friends, like, I know a couple guys, but, like, having a just, like, create all these new bonds while trying to earn a spot and like just play over them like it's just it was just a big difference honestly mm-hmm. and that like that kind of like just put me in the mindset like all right like we gotta lock in like we gotta go to work yeah. so but now like everyone knows the deal like we all work so hard and everyone gets a, a chance to show their talents like that's the good thing about our squad is we have so many guys and we all rotate and we all we love sharing the loves so, like we like seeing everyone do their job so mm. It seems like that, yeah. I mean, I've, I don't think I've been to a football game yet. I'm definitely gonna come now that you're, you're yeah. gonna be a senior, so yeah. definitely have to do that sure. um, next year. But I've been to I've been to basketball games uh, for Kalen. 
Uh, oh, yeah, K- yeah. I got to have Kaylin on, too. We've been talking a little bit, but uh, Kaylin Zalewski, she grew up yeah. in Johnston, too. She's there playing ball. She's in her senior year right now. Yeah. Um, but, like, I can just, like, you can just tell, like, how close everybody is. Like, yeah. you said that homey, like, feeling. Yeah. Yep. Like, that transcends into every sport. Yeah. Um, but when you were a freshman, it was only Dante there, right? Like, Angel wasn't there yet. Like, yeah, no Angel there. It was Dante. A couple of the Cumberland guys came in. Um, I'm trying to think of some. some I know there were some roadie guys. Some guys they played down D3. Mm-hmm. Some guys they played against basketball with. Like, I was cool with them, but it was, like, kind of. Kind of, like, adjusting still. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to, like, become, like, these are teammates now. So, mm-hmm. you got to, like, really, like, grow a bond with these guys. And it wasn't challenging. Like, everyone was super welcoming, super friendly. Yeah. Talk about, like, the coaching staff, too. Like, you talk about Coach McCormick, who's who's been supporting the show. I'm not going to lie. He sees yeah, it on he's Facebook. The best, man. Yeah, he saw the video with Dante and Angel. But, um, like, one of the people that recruited you in, and then, like, the people who are also there now who have, you know, shaped you into the player yeah. that you are. Like, how, how have they helped you over the years now? Yeah, McCormick was the one who called me. Who got me in? He convinced me. He's a hell of a salesman. He yeah. gets a lot of guys to come there, so he's the best. He gets the best talent for us. But uh, yeah, Coach Sylvester, our former offensive coordinator, new head coach, Coach Struthers, those guys I work with on offense, uh, they're great. Like they don't sugarcoat it. Like they let you know like what we need out of you, and that's what I like. I don't like to be held back and just like just like kind of sugarcoat it, just to not hurt my feelings. Like mm. if there's something wrong, you got to tell me, and they do, and they do a great job of getting that aggressive aggression out of me and just, like, making sure that I go 100% every play because a lot of these guys are chomping at the bit to get in. So And everyone deserves to be in. So I know i got to do my part and work hard to get those guys in and give the best for the team. So they really put that in my head. They're great. They do uh, a lot for our team. So, mm. yeah. I, I definitely want to, like, dig deep into, like, uh, like your mindset, too, on how it's changed from freshman year to senior year now that you're looking back at it. But um, – and we'll get into, of course, like two-time conference champs, which is, is really cool. And mm-hmm. um, but as a freshman, you had that like you know welcome to college moment where like like just the first time stepping on the field, and you're like, wow, this is like, again, I got to be yeah. on my game, all that all that other stuff that goes along with it. But um, your first in-game moment where you're like, like again, kind of like the same feeling, like yeah. this is the first time I've, I'm going into a college game. I got to like be on point, or I'm losing that spot. Yeah. Like you said, there's a huge group of freshmen. There's always that next guy up, and yeah. a lot of the athletes I talk to. And coaches, too, they explain how there's always that next guy. So if you're not, like, on point, like, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I, mean, sure. I talked to um, Ed Lee, who's, who played for the Patriots yeah. in the summer. He's like, if I wasn't on point, like, Belichick was like, all right, back to the sideline. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, unfortunately he was cut in the offseason. But, like, you always have to be on point. Yeah. So just that first in-game moment and then, you know, how much that's – we're not looking back at it, like, how you feel about it. Yeah, uh, first game – it was actually my first ever game. It was uh, against a team called Huston in Maine. Mm-hmm. Just seeing those guys, like, they're just so, like, they're so fast, so big compared to high school. So, you know, got to be on my game. I'm so nervous because it's my first time ever playing a college game. And, uh, obviously, it wasn't really getting many many targets. So, first drive, our quarterback, who was a fifth-year senior, did something to his leg. I think he tore his ACL, all this stuff. So, that's when Dante was thrust into the role. So, it was definitely, like, an adjustment in the game and just seeing all these guys, like, they were putting a lot more pressure because they knew we had a, had Dante coming in. But Dante, I mean – He's great. Like he yeah. just humped right in, just took the team on his shoulders, and just led the way. But for me, uh, I would say just having to block those guys the first play, like a run coming to my side, and I'm just going to block, and they just get off right away. Like it was just like a mind blowing moment. Like mm. wow, like like I gotta, I gotta work hard, man. <laughs> These dudes are good, man. They got right off me, made the tackle. I had to come out. My boy came and got me to <laughs> let me have it on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that was like that game really put into perspective like how much like 
like you gotta like work and like you gotta be like aggressive and ready at all times. So yeah. looking back at it now, it's just like the game slowed down so much because I'm going with my last year, and everyone we have such a good chemistry. So yeah, that's that, a funny moment. It wasn't until like uh, sophomore year where you scored your first touchdown, right? Or was it in your first year? It was my first year. Yeah, uh, I think second game, and then yeah, I, I did. I hurt some of my leg, something, so I was out. But yeah, first year against Dean at home too, so that was cool. A little diving catch then, so. Yeah, talk about like that, like build up. I mean, as a player, like I'm sure, like adrenaline just going through your body. You see the yeah. ball coming your way. The end zone's right there. Like yeah, that whole moment thing. in general. Talk about that. That's the best thing about football to me is, as a receiver, just seeing that ball in the air. You don't hear anything. Everything goes silent, and you're just focused on the ball. So at that moment, I just go back to high school and just all those years, and that's just like a normal catch. But then after the reality, you're seeing all your teammates come up to you, the ref holding up the the touchdown. It's like wow, like my first college touchdown. That was sick. And then we got a cool video after, so I was glad about that. But, yeah, that really, like, that moment from there, like, really got me into, like, wow, I, I can I can hang here, you mm. know. Was your starter back in, or was it still Dante? Dante was in the rest of the year. He was yeah. done for the year. So, Dante, that's when he took over, and he just took the spot and ran with it. Like, no one else was touching that. Yeah, and he's he's been going crazy. Like, I remember we were talking about all the awards he's won and um, all the records he's broken, too. Like, yeah, we had the, the golden helmet last year, right? Yeah. Like, just. Insane. It's again Angel too, like an incredible performer in high school that transcended into the college scene, which is great. We talked about. I had Angel on like my third episode talking about like Tabor when oh, he went yeah, yeah, and played yeah. in Kansas, and he was like, how much? Even though that was like that technically Division two, like so much of a one better competition and two again, like you said, that family aspect yeah. that Dartmouth has, which yeah. is so cool to be able to talk about like just yeah. growing up with these dudes. Yeah, but, for sure, man, sick. Yeah, like that. So going off of that, like your first touchdown, season ends. Um, Conference champs that next year, right? And yeah. then And then last show back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess just that, from that moment on, like, talk about, like, momentum building and, like, how much confidence you had in yourself as a player. Like, all right, I'm doing this as a yeah. freshman. I can do this every year that I yeah. play. Like, how, how did that help you go forward? It was cool, man, because a lot of us were freshmen at the time because a yeah. lot of upperclassmen kind of left because of COVID year, kind of didn't want to come back. So, a lot of freshmen had to step into the role. I was one of them. So after that first year, you know, we didn't really we didn't win the conference. So we had a good year, so we knew we wanted to come back, wanted to win the conference. So that's kind of when everyone, especially like my grade, go bought in. And we're like, all right, like we can do this. Like we just put up eight, seven wins. Like mm. let's go win the conference. Let's go make this ours. So that momentum and then it's just brought us here. Our program's just evolved so much. Like just the culture of lifting and like even like going out with the guys like on a random night, like my group chat shout out tts like like we just work so hard and that brotherhood is just like it's just something real so grinding with your brothers nothing's better than it and then seeing the product on the field back-to-back champs it's the best so we have a lot of a lot of high aspirations but it starts mm. now it starts in the off season putting in the work sending all those videos doing those workouts and you know getting back but yeah we work really hard yeah and i was looking at some stats too like um it was more so like sophomore year. That's when you played like every game that year, and then like that obviously that transcended yeah. into last year too. But um, I think it was like like fourteen yards per reception sophomore year, and then to this year it was like twenty. Yeah. So like that jump. Just talk about like as a player, um, just one getting better and like your mindset in the off season, like you know away from school. Um, who helps you in the off season? Who trains you? Like who's who's there? Like kind of like in like your ear, like you know. Like, every day, like, just get better one and, like, technique, all that stuff. Like, who's the, who's that person or who's that, like, 
that group, I guess, you know, or even friends, whoever it is, just like talk about like your support staff. Yeah. Uh, really all the guys is like, we all lean on each other for certain things. Uh, definitely the leader is Dante. I mean, he, he just instills so much, like so much knowledge into us. And like, he leads us down the right path. Like he's a, he's an awesome leader. He's a, he's a champion for real. So he definitely leads the path. He gets us inspired. And, uh, yeah, honestly, like, we, is it kind of just like yourself, really, when you're back home? Like you yeah. got to kind of do like individual stuff. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have a thing called Team Builder, so they post out workouts. We're workouts for us, and mm-hmm. then uh, we go all go to the field. We all run our routes. We get a couple guys from other schools, like Camellos will probably pop by one time. Like mm-hmm. a couple guys from Stonehill, Handicott, all those guys, and Iron Sharpens Iron. So working out with all those guys and working out with your teammates in the off season just really builds a like a like a connection. Then you see it on the field, and it's just like. It goes back to all those summer days. So, yeah, all those, all those runs at Max Reed and Pawtucket, just like working hard, doing those drills on those hot days, those long nights. That's really where it all stems from. Mm, I love again talking about like memorable moments. You have like an off season, uh, or like even like end of the season, like kind of like memorable moment. Like again, like a funny thing that you kind of think of when um, you think about like that grind and then what goes into like being the best player that you can be, like, you know, what your guys or whoever it may be. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say more of an off I'll say, like, an end of my sophomore year when we went to the NCAA tournament. Mm. That was a, that was at Syracuse, right? Yeah, that yeah. was a sick experience. We uh, went up, drove up six hours to Ithaca, stopped by Syracuse, went in their field. And then just the hotel that night with all the guys, like, just, like, messing around in the hallways and stuff. Like, it, it was just such a surreal moment. And, Getting that little taste of that just made like it just instilled in our brains like we want more of this mm. we want more of the success so that like really like it just sticks in our minds and we have such high expectations for ourselves so yeah that's what I, that's kind of what I would say there yeah I was I was trying to think of like uh you know how to like, bring that up but that was really I mean that must have been a surreal moment just to be at Syracuse's field like that big of a school that big of a stadium yeah. you know what I mean like like. You know, you guys have big crowds too, but being in that kind of like environment, oh, did yeah. that like in, kind of inspire you to be like, I want to take my game like to the next level yeah, one day? Dude, like, just seeing like that that stadium and like mm. just imagine playing in front of a packed out crowd like that, like mm. it just really like pushes you to like work harder and just get those opportunities for yourself. I know all those guys like we all want we all want moments like that. So everyone everyone working hard it helps out someone else. So like say. Say A works out hard and makes my job better because he does better on the field, draws attention, all that stuff. So, yeah, it just like getting that taste of that in that moment, it really just inspires you and just pushes you to work hard and just you know get back to that get back to that spot and achieve higher and greater. Mm, and going back to like um, what we were talking about, like not just in the off season, but as a player in general, you know, like skill work and technique and all that kind of stuff, like agility. What have you seen from freshman year to this past season that you've improved on the most and something that you think is still a weakness that you can improve on for senior year to have, like, you know, the best year of your yeah. career? Uh, coming in my freshman year, I was very heavy-footed. So mm. at the end of my freshman year, my coach shoulders, he gave me a ladder. I still have it to this day. So he's always sending ladders, ladders, ladders in our group chat. So we always send videos during the off season of us doing ladders, doing cone drills, all that stuff. So I feel like that's definitely helped me. But then top of my routes, releases, uh, blocking, just getting my legs in the right spot. So that's definitely uh, that's definitely improved. And I think just speed, honestly. Like I'm I'm a big dude, so it's kind of I'm kind of at an advantage with my long legs, but I'm also a disadvantage because I'm easier to easier to push, easier to to get to. So 
definitely getting off the line, running by those guys, getting a little more speed. So Dante can put it out there a little more. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I would improve on. And like just looking at it overall, like that journey again, back to back conference champs. Like, what does that what does that feel like? I mean, a lot of us haven't been like we didn't get to experience it in high school. We were like right there, like yeah. it, was, it was right there, but. Um, and that's in high school mm-hmm. to have a college championship one time and do do it an- again another season like yeah. that. J- just talk about like the journey from sophomore year and junior year, like, what those feeling, what that means, and um, one one what it means for the school and the program, and two just the journey for yourself and how it was as a player those last these last two years. Yeah, doing the program like it's, it's been pretty good, but you know we set it to a higher standard. So getting those two championships that's something that's never been done before, and it's. It's given us a will to want to get more. So that just means so much, like how much we work in the off season, how much we work throughout the season in practice, at film, all those hours, all those, like, yo, hitting up your buddy, asking a question in practice, doing those boring drills. Boring drills make elite habits. That's what our coach says. Mm-hmm. So just doing that stuff repetitively, it just creates a winner's mentality. So going up, back-to-back MASCAC champs, going for three-peat this year, going to, trying to go to the tournament this year, make some noise, like, it, it just put a taste in our mouth that we don't want to get rid of. Mm. And uh, I think it's awesome how much everyone's bought in from my freshman year to now. Like, everyone, like, it's a complete turnaround. Not to say it wasn't good before, but just looking at it now, like, it's great and it has so much potential to be better. And my last year, so, you know, we got to go hard and we got to we gotta leave on a good note, high note, and just set the, the freshmen and the younger guys off on a, on a good foot. So – Okay, we talk a lot about uh, about them this interview, but Dante and Angel, they're gone, right? That's or like, are they doing a post grad year? Uh, this is their post grad year, so this is their coming up, right? Yeah, so okay. They're gonna have so they'll be there for your last year yeah. potentially. Do you have another year eligibility? No, no, no I came done. when they first started back, so I had a, a clean four years. So. Okay, so then yeah, you're almost like kind of like the same team you got these last two years. Yeah. Again, building that chemistry. Uh, we'll talk about like last year or this past season that just ended a few months ago. Um. That game, like that championship game, like some moments in it, like uh, some adversity you had to fight through. Like, unfortunately, again, like I said, I haven't been able to come to yeah. a game, and I, I will come to a yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, just the course of the game, like, how did it go? Like, were you guys, you know, down, up? Like, would just run me through, like, the entire course of the game yeah. and what your mind was like. Yeah, that game, uh, we, we were coming in. We knew we had to win. We knew it was for the championship because there was a, it was a three-way tie with uh, West Con and Bridgewater State. So we beat Bridgewater State – the game before to make it a three-way tie. So we knew if we won, then we were going to be able to at least three-way tie for the championship. So coming to that game, that whole week of practice, like we just had that mentality, like let's go be champions. Let's go get it. It's right there for us. So, you know, we came into that game on all cylinders. Like I don't think there was any mistakes that game, honestly. Our defense, shout out our defense, man. Our defense is incredible. They get us the ball all the time, great positions, turnovers. And offense, like, I know how hard we work. They know how hard we work. That whole week was just preparation, just instilling that into our head and watching film, repetitive drills, like, just to be ready. And then when it came game time, it was like it was like a breeze. Like, we dominated that game. Mm. And we knew that we were going to get another championship by the first five minutes. So, yeah, yeah, it was sick seeing everyone come together and doing our little uh, celebrations on the sidelines. That was sick. I saw – so, my – you know, shout-out EG Pot of Thunder. Shout-out Effie. I mean, he's been – doing his thing we talk about him a lot in some episodes because i've been on his podcast a few times but yeah he's been going out to some of your games yeah. shooting some film yeah, i saw yeah, that yeah. video that went viral angel doing the dougie uh, and yeah. like that that shit popped yeah. off so is there like 
Is there moments like that in games? Again, like it's like indescribable. Like I talked with uh, Kasim Hill, who was the quarterback yeah. at URI for a number of years, and um, you know he's getting ready for the draft. But the, I, again, like I say, memorable moments. I always talk about memorable moments because those are like the funnest things to talk yeah. about. And he always goes back to again just the chemistry, those those moments with the guys, the bonds with you. Like those are just like you're never gonna forget those. Yeah, so like celebrations like that, like is that like kind of like a like a tradition or something that you guys always have to do to kind of like like mesh together on the field, like that chemistry, like aspect yeah. kind of thing. Shout out my guys who know we do a thing called uh, when the when the guys are doing special teams and we're not on it, we do this thing in the end zone called celly period. So the, mm. the quarterback throws the ball and we do a little celebration, do a dance. <laughs> So I came up in the game, Angels the Dougie, and it went kind of viral. But uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm not confident enough <laughs> in my skills. But next year we'll hit one. But those moments are the best. Like seeing either me or my guys score a touchdown, running down there and just celebrating, giving them a tap on the head. It's like it's the best moment. Like a touchdown. Like a touchdown just symbolizes like like you won the rep, you won the play. So going down there and seeing our guys all happy, getting a touchdown, all the linemen pushing us up in the air. Like, that's that's sick. That's that's my favorite part. Mm. You score a touchdown, look for those linemen, they throw you in the air, see all your boys come down, run down the field. It's sick. So that's definitely something that I've seen improve and grow as we got more time together and just seeing everyone be happy for each other. Outside of a touchdown, is there anything else that gives you that, that adrenaline, like, like a big hit? Like something – because, like, you're a receiver, so you're not the one getting on defense making those hits or – it's a little different now because in high school you'd you'd play both ends of the ball sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. now you're set in this receiver position, you know, again for the past three years. Now it's going to be four. So anything else that gives you that that adrenaline and that boost of confidence to keep going? My thing that I do, I don't I don't think a lot of the guys do it, but I catch I do a little first down celebration. Mm. So that kind of like pipes me up a little bit, making a big play like that, getting the first down for the guys, you know, on a third down or a fourth down. We don't really get to watch the defense much because we're kind of on the bench talking our offensive game plan, but. When we do see the defense, they are they're always making plays. Like they're always getting picks, sacks, big hits. Shout out Johnny with the boomstick. Like these, like those moments are the best. And like just, we're just such a good, we're so good at showing love to each other. So like someone makes a big play and like we all get hype and it just like boosts the morale. Like one little thing could just switch and momentum's in our favor no matter the score. Mm. So those those moments are the best. Like those they hype up the team, get the adrenaline pumping. So yeah, that again like. That all goes back to like when you're in the film room, like that all gets everybody to buy into one yeah. thing. Like you want to win another, you want to have a three peat. Like yeah. that's like the goal this coming season. Yes, sir. Um, but like I said, that all goes into um, everybody to buy into that one that one idea. So I guess like I'm trying to think, like going over like game plans for teams and stuff like that. Is there somebody that you you studied and you're like, all right, this is how I'm gonna beat him. This 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 that, that gave you like a lot of problems in one game that you can think of that was like just mm. pushing you off your spots like not you just not clicking uh, as a player. This game we had a we had a tough game against Westcott this year. We'll give them their we'll give them their props for that. They uh corners got into us, presses up a little bit, but uh that's not that we can't fix. I mean, mm. it just takes a lot of time in the in the film room. But I'll take it a little different direction, more of like an inspiration is just like seeing our guys watching film, watching our highlights. Like, seeing our guys make a good play, and like, wow, that's a good move. Like, I'm going I'm to try to add that to my arsenal, you know. Like, mm. seeing someone make a play, like, either a good route or a good release. Like, like we all inspire each other, and we all, in, like, help each other be better. Like, we never are afraid to ask a question. Like, if I have a question about something, like, you ask me or I ask you. Like, we're always there to help each other. So, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. We all inspire each other, and we kind of – I kind of – at least for me, I mold my game around how they play, and 
I try to be the best compliment to those guys because I want mm-hmm. them to do just as well as me. Yeah, and you know, kind of closing in everything. Two last things that kind of close everything out. Um, your most dominant game. Uh, I forget what team it was. I saw he scored two touchdowns in one game. That was like your your career high for one game. Yeah. Who was it against? Uh, that was against Westfield State this year. It was this year. Yeah. Um, just run me through that, like that dominant performance. I mean, when when things are clicking, they're clicking. Yeah. So just run me through the course of that game a little bit. That goes. I give credits to uh, my coaches for that. They know um, when someone's going off, they know to get them the ball. So mm-hmm. if it's me, if it's any of the other guys. Like when they're when they're in one when they're on one they're on one so coach runs a couple plays for them that happened to be my game, got open scored a touchdown came back to me the next drive had a little fake over for a touchdown, then threw me a deep ball down the sideline couldn't come up with it but that just gave me so much confidence seeing them call those plays for me, and just giving me those opportunities and especially a close game we went to overtime that game so, mm-hmm. that meant a lot to see the coaches and Dante just trusted me and get me the ball and run to my side so I can make a block or whatever. So, yeah, the, that when you're on, you're on, man. That's with everyone. So, mm. you make it one play. It, all it takes is one catch, and you're like, all right, I'm locked in. Yeah. So, yeah, that that it's just when you're in one of those mods, you're in it. So Definitely. And hold me to it. I'm coming to a game. I don't care. I'm coming yes, to a sir. game senior year a good one. for sure. Because when I would look at my schedule, because I want to go see my boys too, uh, Dante, Angel. I wanted to see them play, but I would cover URI. So, every time you guys would have a game, like, they would have a game. Uh, yeah. So, I'd be like – I mean, I wouldn't be playing in the game, but I'm, like, on the field the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, all these yeah. things. and But now, I mean, I'm graduating in May. So, you know, wherever my job opportunities land me, I will hopefully still be around to be able to come to some games. I still want to support some guys because I've been able to go to a lot of games that people that have been on, which is really cool, um, after they've talked about it and I've interviewed them. But um, going into next year, we talked about it a little bit, but you're just your overall mindset. Like, what's your – your end goal, obviously, is another championship in the conference, but – just one thing you're trying to teach these younger guys that maybe you wish you had coming in freshman year. Just to enjoy it. Like all these coaches, any sport, basketball, baseball, football, they always tell you it flies by so fast. And I was like, ah, whatever, whatever. But like I'm coming to my senior year. It's my last year of football. Like I just want to enjoy it. I want to have fun. Obviously I want to dominate and I want us to win and go as far as we can. Like we want to make records. We want to make history. And we're, we're pretty determined to do so. But you also got to enjoy enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. So that's definitely my mindset is, you know, be the best that I can be for those guys, whatever it is, be ready for my number to be called, but also enjoy it and just make some amazing memories. Like we're all super close and just grow that bond and like, yeah, we'll be brothers forever. So let's mm-hmm. make this a memorable season. Like let's just go out with a bang. No doubt. Well said. I don't know if this is, but is this your first podcast you've been on? Yeah. It is. Podcast debut. Let's ever. go. I've had a few of those. I love that. Um, million dollar question. I always ask everybody, what you think of Cam's Corner? It was awesome, man. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Cam's Corner is the hottest podcast coming out, man. He's so consistent. <laughs> Hell yeah. Getting all these people on here, man. I seen the Camella episode, and they said it perfectly. Uh, he was getting all these guys like I didn't even know like about and like just mm. their stories, and it's just awesome. I can't wait to see you do bigger, better things, bro. We grew up together, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so cool. Yeah, awesome to see you doing your thing, all the other guys doing their thing. So, yeah, Cam's Corner's on the come up. Let's go. For sure. We got – I gave this to Ed Lee when he came. I, I don't know if you got one. I'm pretty sure you got one, but. Oh, yeah. We need, yes, sir. We need some merch. We need some merch, man. Extra large for the big guy. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I appreciate Corner you, bro. Three. This is for you, my guy. Trademark. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you hopping on. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. I, I'm, I'm going to drop some new merch soon. Um. 
me and my boy, shout out Jeremy Missoula. We got something in the works. Can't put it out there just yet, but we got All something. Right. We got something cooking that's gonna be really, really cool for the state of Rhode Island, for the town of Johnston. Um, trying to get it off the ground in the next few months. So if you're in the Rhode Island area, stay tuned on the Camps Corner socials, on my socials. Check out Thomas. Uh, he's in the off season now, so he's got a little time to relax before senior year. Got a good conversation there with my guy. Um, again, just super, super cool to dive into these kind of conversations with people from Rhode Island that I've grew up with. So. Thomas, again, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, bro. Glad that I can make your first uh, podcast appearance memorable. Yeah, bro, it was awesome, man. Um, Keep streaming uh, Camps Corner, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I'm all over the place. So um, anytime you guys have any ideas or or you want to collab, my email is always open at camsonecorner at gmail.com, www.campscorner.org, and we'll see you guys in the next episode Camps Corner. Peace.